This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest e-counseling platform that makes professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient. So anyone who struggles with life's challenges can get help anytime, anywhere. Big Sis podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash big sis. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash big sis. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Big Sis podcast. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We have a special guest, our Don from First Year University, Kevin is going to join us today and talk about his mental health experiences. And yeah. Hi. Hi. Okay, so let's get started. Let's just pretend that we're starting over again. Okay, Bailey, go ahead. All right, so Kevin, the first thing we wanted to ask you is how you're doing because we haven't talked to you in, I think, three years. (laughs) (laughs) it's been like quite a while so like we just wanted to ask you like how you are and like what you're up to well i'm getting by uh no i'm doing actually pretty well uh so i graduated so love it i'm actually at uh trent university now and i'm started my um bachelor's of education so i'm going to be a teacher oh yes yeah. Awesome. I could totally see you being a teacher. Honestly. Well, thank you. <laughs> Me too. But it was a it was an interesting um, journey to get to Trent because mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah you were when I was in my third year that was when I met y'all and yeah first, yeah for your first year that's when yeah. I first changed programs so I went from a chemistry major to oh, water yeah. science yeah right I, I fell in love with that program. and when it came to wanting to teach it was a struggle because you needed so many credits in a specific course and right since water science is so diverse I didn't have the the credits to get what I wanted but Trent University allowed me into the program based on the water science courses so yeah I'm three weeks away from finishing my first year so it's crazy that's crazy good for you that's so cool. How do you like Peterborough? <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> the nature is yeah. beautiful. Like, yeah. it's I was... so easy to walk outside and just yeah. be outside for hours upon hours. Yeah, I was I was just there in October. Like, we rented a cottage. Um, and it's beautiful. Like, all the hiking trails and stuff. Like, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I guess basically a little bit of context. So, Kevin was our first year university don. Um, Basically, I don't know. Do you want to explain a little bit about what being a don is, Kevin? Oh, geez. Okay. This has been a while. (laughs) You're like, here we go. Okay. Well, no, because I wasn't a don in my fourth year. I was a residence education advisor. So, it's totally different. He climbed the ladder. Oh, yeah. It's not really a ladder. I went sideways on the ladder. But so to be a Don, um, how I always pictured it was like you have like your den mother or your den father, like, you know, like you, you see in movies. It's someone yeah. who is, well, in a high, like further in their university career than you are, not necessarily older, because there were some people on the floor with us that was almost reaching my age. 
And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm there as a resource to help you connect with the campus, uh, with right. the classes, pretty much be a go-to contact. Someone yeah. right there on the floor because, you know, you're there alone. You're, you might not have friends. You might not even like your roommates. You <laughs> yeah. might not even like your classes. And like, I'm there to help. That's the biggest thing is I'm that point of contact to help you find your yeah. niche at university. Yeah. Well, I think like Devin and I went through a really tough time in first year. And like, I think like collaboratively, we just kind of want to thank you for like what you did. I don't know. Like even like the one-on-one sessions that you would do with us. <laughs> the ones um, that y'all thought was forced. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, no, but looking at it, looking at it now, like those were actually really, really helpful. And like, yeah. it was just like what you did for us like I feel like I don't know like we just like really appreciated that I think a lot of people like when you have it done like I'm not I'm gonna admit at first I was like oh now this person's gonna text us all the time he's gonna make us do this stuff like we have to (laughs) do icebreakers and blah 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 but like obviously the reason we're doing that is because we are shy and we don't want to go out and learn about the university and stuff and like I think you and I um and Eden too we like I think we embraced it after like the first two months and we were like okay wait this guy actually cares about us and like wants to help us <laughs> yeah. So, yeah like I think y'all don't realize, realize y'all don't yeah. realize how much effort I put into that job the very first time oh, I yeah. met all of you sitting outside the elevator I was I literally crapping myself freaking out because I'm like I have like 25 students that I don't know and I have to now impress them in a sense within 10 (laughs) minutes while bogging them down with information loads and loads of information (laughs) of don't do this but do this but don't do that yeah it's hard it is no that's insanely hard you have no idea what those kids are doing (laughs) as we all know oh trust me (laughs) the building had ears and the staff team knew everything i knew exactly (laughs) what was going on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, like, that amount of responsibility to put on your shoulders is yeah, just it's hard. insane. <laughs> so good for, good for you. Yeah. Like, giving you all the kudos. But at the um, same time, it's, it's very rewarding. And, yeah, you know, sure. the, the rewards outweigh the, the stress. I promise you that. True. Yeah. Well, you helped Devin and I a lot. So that's reward for you. Well, you helped <laughs> me a lot. And you might not realize it, but you did. Aw. Amazing. Um, I guess, so like, I guess we'll kind of like, um, go into what we're going to talk about today, which is self-kindness and forgiveness. Um, so I guess Devin and I, we're kind of just going to start by talking about what that means to us. Um, so do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I guess I'll just start with like forgiveness because like my main thing that I've like finally forgiven myself for is dropping out of school. Yeah, just because that was like obviously a super challenging time for me but now I've learned to forgive myself um and yeah I think like as like cliche as this sounds like be kind to yourself like just be kind to yourself like it's self-care it's easy it's hard to do but like if you really like learn who you are um and you just kind of like tell yourself that every single day it becomes a little bit easier yeah so yeah that's mine exactly I guess mine relates more a little bit to like my body dysmorphia and like my eating disorders. Um, And like, I look at it as like self-kindness and forgiveness. When I think of forgiveness, I kind of think about like regrets, Um, but I don't want to have regrets. So I guess if you frame it in terms of like forgiving yourself, overcoming something. So I guess for me, it's like, if I'm, you know, like 
I struggle with my food and what I eat. And so if I eat something that's like bad for me, and usually I would feel worse about it later, I'm trying to know, like, switch my mindset about my relationship with food. And so like, I'm yeah. forgiving myself more if I mess up, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something that's not established. I'm still working on it. It's definitely mm-hmm. something you have to continue working on. Um, but yeah, yeah, I it's never easy. That's kind of how we interpreted it a little bit. Um, so Kevin, I guess, what does self kindness and forgiveness mean to you? Wow. So that, it is loaded. It is a loaded thing. Oh, and yeah. it's something that, <laughs> you know, like, to this yeah. day that I'm still adapting and redefining or refining my definition of what is kindness and self, like, you know, being kind to myself. Uh, but I think it goes back to the root of the cause. Like, you are your own worst enemy. At the end of the day, yeah. you're the yeah. one that's going to cause that pain and suffering, whether you want to overthink something or, you know, eat something that's gonna upset you later on um but it it takes time and it's never going to be a perfect process but to me it's taking the 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 initiative and taking the risk to be kind to yourself and that could be the simplest thing of hey i got out of bed today when i would rather have stayed in bed scrolling through tiktok Right, right. Take the little wins as it is, because at the end of the day, those little wins might stack up to the point where it's like, holy crap, I've gone through 30 things that were all these minor events that I never would have considered to be a win. And looking at the positives instead of the negatives. I don't know if that answers the question uh, to what my definition is, but to me, it's you got to take the initiative first in order to be kind to yourself. Yeah, I think it's like it's baby steps too, right? Like you're you're not going to get there in one day, but I Oh, think- and you're never mm-hmm. going to get there. Yeah. You as an individual are going to constantly adapt and change every single day of your life. It's that never-ending ladder that you are climbing and you're just hoping to reach the top, but the top just seems to be 10 rungs higher. Yeah, I totally yeah. I feel like once you get to like the next ring above or rung, whatever you call it on a ladder. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you're like, okay, I hit this, but now I wanna do this and now I wanna do this. But like and that's great to have motivation and um, you know, dreams to aspire to, but you're never gonna be like the most perfect version of yourself that you're aspiring to be. Like that's impossible. Yeah. You know? Yeah, a hundred and ten percent. Um, I guess the next thing we kind of wanted to ask you was like, how have you changed since your time at Laurier? How have I changed? Well, I think this goes back to third year when I, when I met you both. So that year was 2018. I know I feel only 22, (laughs) but I feel so old when I say things like that. Yeah. Um, It's crazy. (laughs) You know, I think it's just the lockdown. I'm losing it with the four walls around me, but that's okay. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So was that three years now so three years um I was introduced to a new program I was introduced to a new job I was now responsible for 25 students and I was running a council at the same time and I was on a a numerous amount of extracurriculars and if anyone understands the amount of extracurriculars uh, I know that's Devin because Devin decided to do every (laughs) single certificate possible in her first year to the point where I think I still have the sticky note somewhere that lists every single thing that you did from one of our (laughs) sessions. And it's like, I took it to my boss and I'm like, what, 
what the hell is she gonna do now like what else is there for her to do like where do i push her um so anyways that's very that's that's a tangent anyways so introduced to a new job i fell in love with the department it was a lot of fun it was a lot of uh self-growth for me and i learned a lot about myself along the way um however it was the introduction to my mental health so um i fell into the trap of um your locus of control and taking things um or you know making yourself feel things that you shouldn't have to so like let's say someone down in 703 decides to do something stupid i kind (laughs) of held that to my it's like crap that's me like that that was me that was my reputation on the line yeah So I started to put a lot of hurt on myself Um, and I went through numerous conversations with my boss and learned that, you know, you gotta let shit go. You just gotta learn to let shit go. And I'm sorry for cursing, but you know, you gotta be blunt with these topics. And I learned the phrase from my boss and it was, Kevin, you need to stop setting yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Because yeah. that's what I was doing. I, I was draining everything out of myself in order to make sure each and every one of you as students were okay, to make sure my relationship was still intact, even though she was miles and miles away at home. And, you know, stay right. in contact with friends and family. And, of course, I'm in a new program. I'm trying to learn the ropes. So Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot like... Of weight on your yeah. shoulders for sure i handled it pretty Honestly, damn well but <laughs> oh you did sure you did you definitely did i remember like we would have our our meetings and we would go in and like your room setup was so cool it was like yeah it was so because cool. you had all the like the tapestries like it was just like you knew you were in a water science program when you went into that room it was so cool you had a lot of doctor who as yeah, well. doctor yeah. still great to this day yeah, I just remember that. But I remember every time I'd go in there, like, we would be having our meeting and you're like, your phone is blowing up. Like, you have a to-do list. You, you have, like, whiteboards <laughs> of crap that you need to do. And you and you literally would do it. Like, yep. and you would tell us, yeah. just, just do it. Like, just, like, organize, blah, 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 whatever. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't. Like, I can't. But I would watch you do it. it and so I was like, okay, if he can do it, I can do it. <laughs> and that's the thing. Everyone's yeah. different. And, you know, resiliency is a big, big tool that, you know, is you're going to be shaping into your own form and throughout your life. But at the end of the day, it's also essentially it's it's coping strategy. Like you're trying to get through your day in whatever way, shape or form. Like you both have said in your podcast, like, I need to clean my email. I need to clean my laptop. (laughs) I I need to do that. And that's how you reset yourself and get comfortable. To me, it was plugging stuff into a calendar to remind me. And it it kept me sane. Yes, I was busy and I slept pretty well because of how busy I was. But it took (laughs) a sacrifice on me as a person. So when I led into my fourth year, you know, like I got a new role. Like I was an education advisor. So my goal was to promote residence education to students. So, oh, you're struggling with your sleeping habits. Well, here, let me help you with that well on the on the back burner in my head I'm struggling with sleeping habits but I'm still trying to teach students how to get better so you know I'm trying to learn from myself while learning from my students and I took on a role of a house council advisor so I was in charge of the entire building's council 
and that wow, was a lot of work. Yes. And you know, at the it wasn't the job I really wanted, but it was the job I took because I was in it for the students. I am passionate for that student development. And it was yeah. yeah sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say your passion like really showed. Yeah, it was very obvious. Like, <laughs> it was very obvious. I'm like, like that's yeah. great. Like I've never like met someone like you who's like so passionate about like what you did. And like I, think I don't know. It, it's it was hard great. because I like I come off as that bad guy or that evil person or like you know the mean person. But when people start to get to know me in a sense, like they start to realize where I'm coming from. So like with a meeting, yeah. like we had our meetings Wednesday at ten. If students were late, like I'm gonna like. I'm going to hound them on it because it's like this is an hour that we've decided like you you applied for you interviewed for and you know you're late like this is unacceptable and a lot of the students didn't unfortunately not many students from my council talk to me anymore which is sad but some of them have said to me like hey Kevin I now understand why you were like that and it makes so much sense because you wanted the best of us and you were pushing us to your potential or to our potential sorry yeah. So I have it's kind of like the tough love. So I have a student who yeah. I had to rehire into the president role after I fired the last president due to issues. But she went on and she's now uh, a locust on. She is now one of the advisors on the campus and she's doing great. I have another student who's a don as well and she's loving it. It's yeah. You know, you try to teach them, treat them like adults, but at the same time, students <laughs> just aren't ready in the way that you think you are. And I have three more years experience. Than yeah. That. So yeah, with right. that, right. it led into the next year. And unfortunately, I had a breakup and that still affects me to this day. But it started yeah. to make my mental health decline. And I started to put on a fair bit of weight. And I wasn't happy. Like, and I've told my staff team and like, I nearly quit the job and everything and I was like I I can't do this like life sucks like I don't know like I started seeing a counselor I started you know everything yeah but you know when I finished the program it was like that or when I applied to Trent so this would have been uh, around November of 20 was it was it now 21 uh, 2019 then and I applied and I was like, okay, I'm going to teacher's college. I know what this is. Like, I also had a job lined up. So I was like, okay, I have a backup plan if needed. Once I got right, through right. and unfortunately didn't get the job, but I got accepted to Trent. That was like a sign for me saying like, hey, this is my path and that's okay. Yeah. But yeah, well, it got to yeah. the point where like COVID Sorry, stepped ahead. in and, you know, I got sent home in the middle or what was it? It was like, two days before St. Patty's, we get the email saying, yeah. hey, you need to be out of residence by Wednesday. And I'm like, well, shit. So <laughs> I go home and I'm finishing my stuff online and it's not fun. And I'm sure you both can agree to that now. Like it wasn't, it's not fun. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. It's, not, <laughs> it's fun. not fun. I love human interactions. So I, like I spiraled real quick and, you know, like I had the reoccurring breakup stuff and still affecting me, but it got to the point where it's like, okay, I need to change. I need to get my mind back on track. And I was introduced to a book. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I'm going to say it anyways, if you need to edit it. We love books. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yes. Yes. I have that. Devin and I both have that book. We we were going to do a whole podcast on our self-care books and why we love them so much. I <laughs> love that book through yep. and through. Yeah, it's good. Um, that book helped me get 
to where I am now thinking as positive as possible. I even got it tattooed to me. I have the quote on my ankle to remind me that, you know, it takes a single step, but it's who you are is defined by what you're willing to struggle for. Because I struggled so much to fight. But who was I fighting for? I was fighting for myself and I didn't realize it. But now every time I see that tattoo, it's like, okay, Kevin, you're having a rough day, but who are we fighting for? Me. And how do you do that is a single step. I think people forget that, like, what they're doing is everything that you do, every decision you make is for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, I make certain decisions and I'm like, oh, well, how is this going to affect Bailey or how is this going to affect Griffin or, you know, whoever. But it's literally for you like everything yes. you're doing is for you and what you're saying it, great great you care about other people but at the same time you need to make sure you're not setting yourself on fire to keep them yeah. warm because at the end of the day it's going to be you you're here and only you can control you and that ties into yeah. that self-forgiveness right. you've got to start forgiving yourself to say hey yes for example i love my mom and you know like all that all that jazz yeah but at the same time, I can't always keep an eye on her every single day. I can't always care for her every single day because I got to focus on me. And I got to forgive right. myself yeah. because of that. I think when right. we would have, and Kevin, you'll probably obviously recognize this, but when we would have our one-on-one chats, I would go in there and I would talk about Bailey the whole time. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Bailey did this, <laughs> Bailey did that. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I did this. Oh, but Bailey did this. Like... I would talk about Bailey the whole time because my whole world in first year was about Bailey. My goal was to make sure that Bailey was okay. And I think I lost myself in that like motion. Um, But on the other hand, what you just said, like if I didn't do that, would I have, I I wouldn't have been able to forgive myself for not trying to help her, you know? True friendship at its finest. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I tell her all that like, Obviously, I'm very, very, very appreciative of what, like, Devin did for me in first year. I'm like, we have a whole episode on that. (laughs) But she, like, if it wasn't for her, like, I would have been out the first week, I think. Like, bye. And that was my job, was to make sure Um, you both were okay. And, you know, like, act as that support. And, you know, if you wanted to leave, that was what my job was there. We actually had a student on the floor leave. Oh. And, you know, I was there as a support to the best, in the best way possible. Yeah, well, Bailey said, even before we started the podcast, when you told Kevin you wanted to drop out, his reaction to that. Yeah, so I literally remember exactly what happened, because, like, we had our little one-on-one, and this was when, like, so I didn't drop out until second year, but this was when I, like, had my first initial thought of dropping out. So I think I went into your, like, little area and we were like having a conversation and I just remember like you being like very like I don't know you just like didn't think it was weird like that I was like oh I'm gonna drop out because like every other person that I talked to was like what and like you were just like very very like chill about it and you were like that's fine like because I remember telling you how I wanted to do college and then you early and then how I wanted to like maybe change my program and like blah 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 and you hooked me up with another what was her name? Who was in communications as well? She lived in the building in Brooklyn. Oh, and then we went to meet with her and then we liked our program. Yeah. After. <gasps> I remember that. that. Whatever. That's a tangent. But like the point is, is that you were super, super chill about it. Like, 
I don't know. That was just great. Like the way that you like yeah, your reaction. Because, you know, life is filled with mistakes. And I'm going to like do my little education yeah. spiel here because, you know, I'm not being a teacher for nothing. But <laughs> we in a world are scared to fail. We are scared. Yeah. But at the same time, we need to create that growth mindset. And we need, there's a YouTube video out there that you can watch on growth mindset. And I strongly recommend it. They say the statement, Mm -hmm. fail better. Oh, Don't be afraid to fail and make mistakes because at the end of the day, you're only benefiting yourself. If you don't know what two plus two is and you're like, it's three. Well, when you go, no, Kevin, (laughs) that's four. And I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to remember that. I learned. Yeah. If, yeah. If yeah. communications isn't your degree, you know what? Fantastic. Now you know. It's not like you forced yourself through four years of it. You figured it out. It took me two years to realize chemistry wasn't for me. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I absolutely love right. chemistry. But the program just wasn't for me. And I was more fueled by the water science program. Yeah, I and think it was okay. very, it was very apparent too that you, because we all knew that Kevin was in water science, and I don't think anyone had really heard about water science before. Like I had personally never have heard of it before, but you were so passionate about it, and it was it was so obvious. And like just because you were so in love with your program, it just your outlook on school and like Laurier was so positive. And I think that's why I was like we went we went with that other girl. I totally forget her name. I think it was. Kate, no, not Kate. Um, never but mind. I, I don't went even know. to meet with her, and she was planning to go and do her master's of communications. And she was like, "Yeah, this is what you get to do when when you're in fourth year, and like these are the programs like that I, or the courses that I'm taking." And like hearing about someone who's actually passionate about something is so oh. much more beneficial. Callan, you're talking about Callan. Yeah! Callan just defended yeah, her uh, her masters, and I couldn't be more proud of her. She is doing great things. Uh, I'm pretty sure she so did it on the video game That's industry. Awesome. I strongly recommend it. Callan is a gem, and I miss her dearly. <laughs> yeah, she was so nice. She was yeah. like, "Come on into my room, like sit on the couch," and we were like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, she Callan was so is a gem. Nice. She was so, yeah. so nice. She helped me yeah, through a lot great. in that job. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for Callan. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so, great. I guess yes, go ahead, it's okay babe. to make mistakes. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just going to bring us to our next question, which I think you kind of covered already, but if you just kind of wanted to like talk about it more, I guess, um, just kind of how your mental health experiences help you get to where yeah. you are today, which you did touch but on. It, but it's not just like, it's not just like, hey, I can talk the talk here. You got to actually put the effort into it. It's like, right. you can't just say, I am going to be happy. And boom, magic, you are happy. No, it, it doesn't work like that. You, It's sad because I wish it did. But yeah. it's like, oh, I wish this didn't affect me as much as it did. Well, ooh, wow, amazing. I have no emotions. Yeah. No, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> you got to retrain your brain and you got to do it in easy steps. And the, easy, the two things that yeah. I have done since, self-help books. I have read The Subtle Art of Not yes. Giving a Fuck. I've also started this um, yoga program called DDPY. So it's, it's by an old wrestler. Great program. And I've been doing it almost a year now. 
And I actually just recorded my weight loss day. I'm almost at 20 pounds lost in a year. Wow. Yeah. It's yes. slow, but I'm not really in it for the weight anymore. I'm in it for the mental shift. And they really yeah. help you reshape yeah. your mindset to look at the positives. And there's a, the thing that he said was living life at 90%. You can't control 90% of the things that are going on in your life. But you can control how you react to it. So yeah. it's with this mental health. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm ta- I'm walking the walk or I'm talking the talk, but now I need to walk the walk. So you got to train yourself to like, hey, you know, something bad happened. Pause for a minute. Take a deep breath because your breathing is the only thing you can control. And how are you going to react to it? Hey, this is bothering me right, right now. What can I do for myself to let it go? Go do that wow. task. Hey, I'm having a crappy day. I really don't feel like doing yoga right now. Eh, well, maybe if I just roll the mat out and lay on it for two minutes, I might want to do a session. Physically so yeah, Kevin, forgiving your yourself. So Kevin, mental health counselor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my goal, actually. With teaching, I can get an additional qualification once I graduate to be a counselor in a high school. And I would love to do that. <laughs> I think, I think wow. that is definitely where you need to be. <laughs> yes, 110%. That is where you got to put the effort into it. That's all I'm saying. And I know it sucks and it's going to be painful. And for anyone listening right now, like I, I feel that and I'm truly, truly sorry. And I wish I can take away that pain, but I can't. There is this one quote. And I, if I keep talking, please just tell me to shut up. Um, But I was, (laughs) I was teaching in a grade seven, eight classroom a couple months ago. And there's a quote on the wall that says, Life is tough, but so are you. <laughs> yes, yeah. I love that That is a one. quote to live by right there. You are tough and you can get yeah. through anything. And I'm also filled with quotes. Me and Instagram mental health quotes, we're good friends. Um, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Me and Devin too, we love It's like um, the, the struggles you are going <laughs> through today can be that survivor's story to help someone in the future. And I butchered that quote like you wouldn't believe, but you know, you understand where I'm coming from. Like what you're going through yeah. now can help someone else in the future. And yeah, I guess that's kind of sure. what we're trying to do really with the podcast is just like explain our experiences yeah. and like hopefully um, this collab so far, I feel like it's going fine um, with our tech, our tech, it's our technical great. side of things is fine. Um, but yeah. like, just share your experiences and like you have no idea how you saying one thing can affect somebody like Kevin like all the stuff you said to us in first year I don't think I actually took it like took into consideration all of that stuff until maybe last year like I didn't think about the actual benefits of what you had said to us and like what you're trying to instill in us and our mindsets and like I don't think I actually took that information and like took it to heart until about a year ago until I like more so found myself I guess I don't know I feel like when I was like at my lowest point and like dealing with like all my mental health Mm -hmm. things like especially in first year like that's kind of when I like took like all of your advice and it really really helped so we actually we have two more questions so that's it then we're done I could talk for hours that's my downfall I hey I want to go into (laughs) teaching like I I like to talk I'm sorry (laughs) No, I definitely think teaching, okay. don't, teaching don't is definitely your calling. I could, I fully see you as a teacher. Um, so 
this question is how were you so positive as a leader when you were struggling yourself oh my gosh um yeah <laughs> that's a loaded question no well. it's just like way to call <laughs> me out right like <laughs> it's all good <laughs> um we apologize it goes back to that i put other people first and you know what i would right. rather be that silent sufferer and be then you know let people know and i would rather be the one to say hey i was able to help abc and they'll be like at the end of the day okay that's awesome but what about yourself and i'd be like well (laughs) well it's all right we're 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 okay and that's just me as a person unfortunately (laughs) like i always put other people first and that's where jen's words of wisdom come in and it's like i need to stop setting myself on fire do I still set myself mm-hmm. on fire? Yes. But am I engulfed in flames like I used to be? No. I'm training myself right. to be to be better. And I'm forgiving right. myself to let go of some of that. Do not get me wrong. I am still Love the person it. that will set anything down to help you out. Even if I had a six-page paper due at midnight tonight, I would most likely talk to you to make sure you were okay. And then somehow <laughs> cram out that paper that and hope for the best. Okay. Well, I remember there was one time, there was one time I think Devin and I may have come in together to have like a session with you and you were like doing a paper and you were like, this is due, but I'd rather like help you guys and like, well, A, that was my job, but that's me as a person. Right. But that's, yeah, that's just the type of person you are. That's what I was going to say. Like, that's who you are. And like, you just, you care about others around you. And I think that our listeners should like give you <laughs> no no, no, no. i don't need that it's like that's amazing but, <laughs> it just comes down to the personality and you know you just got to train to right. forgive yourself right. and let stuff go and start focusing on you and it takes time it's not a yeah. one size fit yeah. all method your thing is going to be different for me every single night i sit right. down and read a book that is my self-care and that's something that's just for me the phone is away and i forget about everything around me and that's time for me to recollect my thoughts i don't care if i left the paper to the last minute which i haven't i'm not a procrastinator as much as i used to be but (laughs) you know like i'm taking time for myself and that is what's important is getting in that positive mindset and then going forward but yes, I was that person that, you Love know, it. I would preach to the choir, but I wouldn't do it myself. So I was bad for that. But I've gotten better. Well, it's good that you can at least recognize, like, you recognize the type of person you are, that you put other people before yourself. And so in most cases, obviously, that's great. But I think even just like hearing you, like, we haven't talked to you in like two-ish three years conversations how like come on it was last summer that you told me you're now in uh (laughs) uh, journalism like i still i still in i still pay attention yeah you actually you were like one of the not like the only person but like you were like one of the people that like like you like messaged me and you were like that's amazing that's amazing and I was like oh my god like made me feel hey you're out there so good when people you are happy you are doing something you enjoy that is life yeah (laughs) oh my god you're so nice (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay we have one more question and then I guess we'll wrap this up this is 34 minutes 
<laughs> so this this is just the last question for you. So you obviously you gave us a lot of advice in universities. So what advice would you oh, give to our wow. listeners? On the topic of the day or just in general? Wow. Whatever you it's want. whatever you want, Kevin. Oh shit. Okay. Um way to throw me on the hot seat. You should have gave me this question beforehand. <laughs> At least then I could have come up with something a bit more philosophical than pulling something out of my butt here. Um, <laughs> you can just give us your favorite you know, quote. I think like it just ties into the journey that I've taken. And again, it goes into that self-forgiveness. But life is going to have its ups and downs. Life is probably going to suck. And that's okay. You got to make the most out of it. Because life is not going to be perfect. Your life is never going to be perfect because we are always reaching that that glass ceiling that is never going to be touched. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. But you got to take it the is. little wins for what they are. And you got to take that. Because if you yes. don't, you are just doing more damage to yourself than good. So if you, yeah, sure, you slept in till yeah. two in the afternoon today. In my life, I'd be like, crap, I've wasted my day. But, mm. hey, I got out of bed. Fantastic. Round of applause for me here. I didn't want to get out of bed, but I got out of bed. Did I drink some water today? Fantastic. Because if you start getting bogged down by the big, big negatives in your life, you're, you're going to be stuck in that mud and you're going to be depressed and sad and feel useless and pointless and you don't need that you don't need that in your life you don't and again i'm using so many analogies here you don't need to show everyone the bottom of your iceberg it's okay to have i like that one too it's it's it's, it's okay to have (laughs) some of the top of the iceberg showing because you know like that's normal like that is very very normal yeah and you got to be New proud series, of what you're doing. Like quotes with Kevin. <laughs> no. Hey, do you realize I take these from like Instagram or books or other people's lessons to me? So I I do not own any of this whatsoever. So please no copyright. Um, no. But of course not. You got to take life for what it is. And you've got to be proud of yourself no matter what you are doing. Even if it's the littlest thing of, hey, I'm breathing today. You got to be proud of yourself. Because no one, no one can do and no one can deal with what you are dealing with. You are your own warrior in a sense, because no one can go through the mental crap that you are going through in the same degree that you are. You know yourself best. You know yourself best. Um, I'm not going to lie. I feel Mm -hmm. like that was a bunch of jumbled answers thrown into one. Um, But you know what? It's like The Office. I think that's that amazing. Um, you know, sometimes I don't know where I'm going or I don't know where my sentence is going, but uh, I just hope I find it along the way. Um, that's my little Michael Scott for you there. You know, I still have the our name that tag. Was you made our name tag in The Office. Barely I still have that. anyone oh, I still appreciated have those. And it saddened me. Do you know how much work I no, put I into those? <laughs> they were like on like this like cardboard, like yeah. thick paper. I was yeah, trying was to be nice. bougie. I still have mine too. Sorry, I my my <laughs> words, my my vocabulary has changed since I'm working with little kids now. I got it, you know, updated with the times. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, I that guess that's awesome. all for today. 
Um, but we would, that was amazing. We would just like to thank you so much for coming thank on for and our first collab. And sharing your story. Um, that is not easy. No problem. Yeah, it's not easy to like share what you shared today. And I know yeah. that it's going to well, help my, a lot of my, people. Well, uh, my virtual door is always open. Um, you know, COVID friendly. Uh, but <laughs> it, yeah, I'm out there if anyone ever needs to talk or needs advice. I'm not, I can't say I'm great at it, but you know what? I think you're I might good. say I, I, I can, I can win, but <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> you know what? As long as if we have laugh. more people talking, that's the only thing. The more, the more that s- stories are shared and the more that you are willing to forgive yourself and talk yeah. through it, the better, the easier it's going to come. Well, yeah. we yeah. have to keep the conversation. Going, oh yeah. Right? Mental health is going to be a thing that's going on for years and years sure. to come. And you gotta, why hide it? Like, talk about it be open about it i'll gladly post on my facebook that hey yeah like i'm depressed yeah i take anxiety medication like yep welcome to (laughs) yep yep same here welcome to my life you want to see kevin when he doesn't take his pills for a week no i I don't want to see kevin when he doesn't take his pills for a week um (sighs) learning to laugh as well is good yes as you can tell humor yes Laughter yeah. is humor the best is medicine. my very first uh, value. Or uh, so, as you can tell yeah. with all my sarcastic jokes and my weird sense of humor. But I'd like to say I'm a funny person. <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> um, but no, I absolutely enjoyed today's talk. I am so proud of you both of what you have accomplished and where you are at now. Oh, and yeah, I still I still you. check in. Come on, I still listen to the Big Sis <laughs> podcast. I'm on I think I'm halfway through episode 5 now. I was a little behind this week due to stuff, but um I, I I heard the shout out and all that stuff. So Oh, we did. I was like is Kevin going to be listening? Yeah, right yeah, now? yeah. Way to make me cry. Um, but I am very incredibly proud of you both and how far you have come in two years time or is it three i don't even know anymore three three three, three, i think but look at how far you've come well you've come so far too honestly and i think like we're proud of you and like we're thankful that you know you wanted to come on and share your story and continue the conversation if the door is open i will gladly come back if you'd like me and especially if the viewers don't hate me by then so we'll see (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, who there, would are, there, with are, there are people no out way. there, but that's okay. You got to let that go. <laughs> that can be our next topic. For sure. F the haters. <laughs> oh, work F in progress haters. for a title. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll come up with a better title for that. Um, so thank you to everyone who listened and got this far. We hope you enjoyed and, you know, maybe learned a little bit more about yourself or about us and Kevin and yeah do you guys want to say anything else before we close off um like <laughs> oh i can bye. do the classic end off bye okay bye do it. Can you do it? bye, bye. <laughs> okay bye <laughs>